Hello, everyone. So just kind of an almost disclaimer, I guess. Uh, my mic decided to not cooperate with me during the casting of this pod. So I sound a little fucking awful. <laughs> um, so just a heads up. I'm still like, you could still like, you know, kind of make out what I'm saying, but it just sounds like I'm underwater in some scenes. Like it's kind of touch and go because I'm editing the footage, the footage, the audio right now. So, so yeah, just heads up. Hope you still listen. Uh, me and Alyssa talk about a lot of good shit in this this pod so yeah hope you enjoy also before (laughs) before i get started i am very sure i know how to pronounce your last name but just just so so we're on the same page okay what's the correct 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 pronunciation of your last name higher i knew it yes (laughs) i know a lot of people think that it's hair because it's just h-e-y um yeah you see, that's also that's what I thought it was until you said something in class. Like, actually, it's higher, and I was like, <clears throat> "Yeah." Well, <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Convos with the Cast. My name is Brandon Whipple, and today I am joined by a very special guest, my old across the hall neighborino, Alyssa Hire. Alyssa, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's um, it's been a day of classes, but I've been looking forward to this, so I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, we're just going to talk shit the entire time. Great. <laughs> um, so, so classes going okay for you? Yeah, they're going pretty good. Um, I'm still, unlike a lot of other theater students, I'm still continuing with taking theater classes online. Okay. So that, I'm not going to lie, has been a little bit difficult. Um, I'm only taking two GEs. So, I mean, it's a little stressful, but and a little frustrating because of, you know, having to do theater over Zoom, but um, it's it's been going as well as acting over Zoom can go. <laughs> yeah, I, Thomas and I kind of talked about this last week, but I found it, and I don't know if you're in the same boat as me, but I found it for doing scenes almost same as usual, because I'm so used to cameras and shit, and so yeah. we were in um scene study together which is an acting class and he had us do monologues and whatnot and then I did mine and at first I was really kind of like nervous about it and everything mm-hmm. but then I kind of went dude it's just a fucking camera this is what you do all the time so, oh yeah thanks Brandon and then it was it was good, good. Uh, I don't know how it's been for you yeah um I think the weirdest aspect for me has just been able like being able to see myself act I think that's the weirdest thing. And so usually whenever I act, I have to turn, you know, like hide self view on because I find that, you know, I mean, it's like whenever you're on FaceTime, sometimes you just like check in the bottom corner just to see, you know, that you don't look weird or like that you don't have like a fly on your head or something. Um, So I find that if I turn that off, it seems more like a camera to me and it becomes a little easier. But I think that's, one of the weirdest aspects of acting, at least over Zoom. Definitely. I, I turned my brightness down all the way. But going back to the always looking at yourself, that's when I recorded with Thomas last week, that's something I didn't do, oh, surprisingly good. enough. But I wish I did because when I was editing that video, it looked like, I don't know if it was lighting or something, it looks like I had like a gray streak of hair. Like right in the middle of my head. I think I know what you're talking about. And I think you posted something about that. Like when you were editing. (laughs) mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, I look like Doctor Strange, but not (laughs) as cool. But that was, it was just so weird. So now this time I have my camera up. So 
I, I don't think I look weird. It's cool, you know? You look great. <laughs> we both got the fans in the background for those watching the video cast. Um, <laughs> so I guess um, I wanted to talk about something which I think, I personally think is hilarious. And I don't, we won't say names just for privacy's sake. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about how we met. <laughs> the very oh, first yeah. time we met. I think it's so funny. Yeah. I was uh I was dragged into a situation which I'm happy I was dragged into, but it was it was very odd circumstances on which we met um through that person whom it was. <laughs> we will not, no. despite her being a legend. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. um so during our first year of university, Alyssa and I were across the hall from each other in the Parkside, uh, the fuck, not apartments, that's the weird one, uh, arts <laughs> and humanity. Yeah. And I think, I see, I can't, because, so, Alyssa's former roommate was very, something. Uh, out, <laughs> yeah, something, yeah, she's very out there, and, and I have, um, Grant, claim that he saw her chilling out in like the lobby area just waiting for people to come by so she could like introduce herself and everything she, Which, she I, I, you know extroverted yeah yeah and so i can't fully remember if because she dragged you into our room because hey guys this is my roommate and we were all just like oh what's up and then we started a group chat which was very fucking weird but i can't remember if that was our like my first time meeting her yeah I think I mean I think that was the first time I don't know yeah I mean I know that was the first time that I met all of you guys but I can't remember because she did she would like go up to people's doors and just knock and kind of like invite herself in and because I was her roommate and she was the only person I knew I was kind of like just silently following behind her like you know hi yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I know. I do remember the first time I met her, and it was so weird. Um, I was walking back from something. I don't remember what. <laughs> one and, of the first week activities. <laughs> oh, one of those fucking awful things. <laughs> um, so I was coming back, and then I wasn't even paying attention. I had, like, my AirPods in the shit. I was zoning out, just walking back to the, the dorm. And then she here, excuse me? I kind of pull one out and then she's there she's like hey do you know where Parkside Arts and Humanities is I was like yeah it's over here and then I remember like oh wait she lives here how does she not and I was very confused for the longest time but that was how I first met your roommate and huh. our former roommate I guess former roommate yeah Ooh. she was there for a good three months we, we made it three months strong before we decided that we just clashed too much <laughs> Because oh, then I had her in a class, and yeah, yeah, I, remember you telling me about that? Oh my god! And she told me like her side of the story. She's like, "Yeah, they're just so she's like controlling or some shit. I don't know." I controlling. <laughs> I was control. Okay, no, we're not gonna. <laughs> I then, wanted her to flush the toilet. That's that was my criteria. Going there. <laughs> went there. And that is all I will say about living with her. That was my one criteria. And it was then, obviously I heard, then I heard your side of the story. I was like, okay. That, that, that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Ooh. laughs> 
I mean, we, we, I think she is a good person. And I think we just have very different living styles. Um, yeah. And, and different sleep schedules. I think that was one of the main things too, but um, I wish her the best. I, I do not want to live with her again, but I, I wish her all the best in the future. And I hope she found a roommate that um, she works well with. <laughs> yeah, and I'm definitely I'm not. Obviously, I wouldn't. I didn't fucking live with her or anything, so I wouldn't really have any hard feelings or anything. Cause she, you know, she's just a little too extroverted for for me, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely more on the introverted side. It was always me following her into like her little adventures and all that. So mm-hmm. yeah. I just remember when I, I like I was in my room with my roommate. I think I heard her voice. Like, oh boy. So I went out there and then you were just kind of like behind her all. Yep. <laughs> and just kind of even the <laughs> uh, I was like, no, oh, that's a that's a person. And then I had then I had you in class like next week. I was like, oh that's the that's the, the I was gonna almost said her name. <laughs> um that's the that's the roommate. Okay. And who would have thought? Now we're here. Now we're here. I'm I'm glad, honestly. Like I'm very thankful. She did introduce me to a lot of people, so I am thankful to her for that. So yes, I'm happy that we met through her. <laughs> yes. You know what trips me out is I I don't know about you, but I didn't move shit out of Parkside. Oh really? Yeah. I just kind of left it. Did you get to go back and move out your shit or? Yeah, so what we did was um, my friend group kind of turned it into a little like mini weekend trip. So we all went and we unpacked our stuff. I still left a lot of stuff there. I left my skateboard. I miss my skateboard. <laughs> what? Um, and I left, you know, like some dorm things. Like I wasn't going to take my, you know, mattress pad back. Um, but I took like my clothes and shoes and things like that that I would use here um I'm kind of regretting leaving some of that stuff there though because I was sure that we were going to go back in August and then we get that email like less than a week before we're supposed to move in that campus housing is like closed down completely and like they're only going to let in like I don't even know how many people but not that many (laughs) and I I was very like when um, we were leaving for spring break, because it all kind of hit during spring break. Like, okay, you guys are going to stay home for an extra week. You're going to do online school, and then you can come back. Like, okay, yeah. cool. So fully getting ready to go. And then they went, okay, we're going to extend to, like, early August. I know, early April. Early April, yeah. Okay. And then, so, I fully anticipate coming back in April. Same. And so... So my dumbass, there were quite a few clothes I brought up that I just never wore. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to get these out of my closet. So whenever I go back for spring break, I'm literally just going to, I have clothes at home. I'm literally just going to take all the clothes I don't wear home, no. like leave them at home and then go back. No. <laughs> As I was packing, I was like, something is going to be all right. And so like I threw in a couple essentials in there. That's like, good. Just in, just in case. Yeah. Then I came home, and then they went, stay home, motherfucker. Like, oh, looked at my closet. It was a shit. All good clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was the last time I saw my room, which trips oh, me out. That's sad. Yeah, it's so sad that we're never going to be able to, like, I mean, even go back into that building mm-hmm. and up, like, the stairs and the um, lounges. 
and the orange couches. Like, I'm going to miss all of that so you, much. You were always out on the orange couches. Yep. And that was because of uh, my roommate's sleep schedule. Um, she went to bed at 9 p.m. So um, I had to do my homework elsewhere because <laughs> she was a light sleeper. So I didn't want to bother her. But yeah, um, it, it became kind of like a safe haven, you know, just mm. a little nice space to do my homework. <laughs> Our RA was amazing. She did not care. Oh, I loved her so much. She was so sweet. <laughs> And I feel like I don't I don't know about you, but I was finally kind of getting into the groove of college second semester. First yeah. semester is very like adjusting. Like, okay, this is this shit's kind of weird. But yeah. then second semester, I came back. Okay, I'm I'm fucking I'm, I'm cruising now. You know, this is meeting meeting people. Got kind of have have my group now and all this shit. Then the world said no. Yeah, it was definitely hard because I mean, first semester. I mean, especially within the major because I mean, you you were in like the BA for theater, like, you know how competitive it was in those classes, especially acting classes. It was just kind of, it was hard to become close friends within the major whenever it was just so competitive for um, people to get like attention from their professors and like make connections and all that. So I felt like I was only really starting to become close, close friends with um, people in the major second semester. I mean, obviously there were exceptions, like for, like I lived across the hall from you, so we became closer quicker, but within classes, I definitely felt like second semester we were starting to get there and then it just got cut short. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we really got close until after you were cast in the show. Yeah, definitely. Cause our only form of communication was through my roommate in the first part. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I can't remember when I heard your side of the, roommate debacle i i don't remember i think it was after she moved out i think because she moved out late october um so i think it was probably either late october or like early november mid-november somewhere in there mm -hmm. yeah i i remember <laughs> i think i told you in 125 maybe Perhaps yeah. that was tech studies which kicked my ass um, <laughs> Heinrich. <laughs> uh, what a legend. I I I um I almost talked to, with Thomas about her last week. But then I was like, no, this is a conversation for the three of us. Yeah. So I'm saving that for the big podcast. Because no, I'm not even gonna say anything about it. I'm just gonna save all that. Um but okay. um did did you get a chance to listen to the um my show with Thomas? Thomas, yes. The majority. I think I had like five minutes left, and okay. then I had my, I had to start my uh, my Zoom class. So did you you heard the story about when we cast you as Avery, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did not know any of that. <laughs> um. So for those who didn't catch last week, basically, little recap. Um, looking for someone. Are there are five roles available? And I was like. And there was one particular role I was like, Alyssa would fucking kill this. But I'm going to send her all five anyway. See, like, let her take her pick. Mm -hmm. And if she does shit, I'll just give her the one. You know, we're, we're good. <laughs> because I don't think I'd seen you act at that point. No, we didn't have an acting class together until second semester with Stevie. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is it. I'm pretty sure she can nail this character, but let's see. 
and you came back, yo, I would like to try out for Avery. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> I so did not see you as Avery. Like, not at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. I can't say no. <laughs> yeah. And so we did it, and you fucking killed it. I was like, wow, that was fucking sick. And I wanted to talk with you about, because I don't know if I fully told you this story, the individual who was going to play Avery before you. Yeah, I um, I guess you told me that I, I met her apparently in my new acting class this semester. I, I You told me who she was, um, but yeah, you didn't really tell me the story about how that all happened. Well, it is a shit show, I'll tell you that. Okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so... Um, I kind of, I talked with her about it over like lunch or something. Okay. And she said, yeah, send, send, send some shit over. Cool. And so then I did never heard anything back. I was like, okay. So then I, I talked with her about it some more. So yeah. Um, yeah Cause I think I'd sent her like half the script of season one. Okay. At least what it was at the time. I think it's changed since. Mm-hmm. And so then talked with her again, seeing if she would, she would still be interested. So yeah, have anything else send me? Like, what? So I kind of sent her an updated version. Mm-hmm. And then this was like a week or so before we were going to shoot the teaser trailer we released back in. Oh, June. yeah. You told me that she, w- that she was supposed to be in the teaser trailer. Um, <laughs> so uh, I because it was um, Ryan's part as Zach and Zach in that trailer was supposed to be Avery. Oh, oh yeah, 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 you told me about that. Oh my gosh. Literally, <laughs> and this is the funny part, the lines didn't change. Those oh were Avery's God. lines, but they just fit Zach so well. That did, and the way that he played, the way that Ryan played it was just mm-hmm. like, it was great. <laughs> and so I, now I was trying to nail down the cast at that point so I messaged her I was like hey look I know it's like I'm bothering you about this quite a bit but like would you be interested in doing this or whatever and she's like yeah it's not sorry I'm not to say no again I was like again when did you say no the first time yeah it sounds like she was like just wanting more information Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) and so I was like fuck I need to scour and find Avery now because I wanted her cast before. I mean, I, I knew we weren't going to be able to film with Avery for the teaser, but I wanted to be able to put whoever ended up playing her in like the credits at the end or whatever, like the mm-hmm. cast list. Yeah. That's when, that's when you came along and your name's in that teaser. Yes, it is. I am. Um, it's actually really funny because I was actually terrified to tell you that I wanted to audition for Avery and I was talking on the phone with my mom about it. And my mom was like, go for it. She was like, you just say Avery. And she was like, if he wants to give you a smaller role, he'll give you a, like the, one of like the minor, I guess, like whichever character you thought that I would work with. She was like, but just, just go for Avery. So my mom was actually the one that convinced me to audition for wow. Avery. So I'm glad that she did that because it all worked out. Um, yeah. And cool. I'll, I'll tell you whenever we're done casting this pod as to who I had in mind for you. But I don't think it all worked out because the person who did end up getting that part fucking killed it. Mm. We actually 
shot a scene with her for a project and it was a very emotional scene and she fucking brought it and i was like mm. only when we shot the scene everyone was fucking silent really oh you're just like i haven't take five holy hell <laughs> um so i guess what were your initial thoughts when i approached you about the show well i honestly um i was a little bit nervous uh just because i'm gonna be honest my first semester like i auditioned for like a bunch of improv troops i auditioned for like a play and i got a call back for it but i didn't get cast and i didn't get even like callbacks for any of the improv because improv is just so hard and i accredit anyone who does improv well because that shit is very difficult um but i was really excited whenever you um messaged me because i was like oh my god like it's something that i can do like outside of class and like actually act um i was really excited um and then i am one of as you know i'm one of the most indecisive people ever so whenever you sent me the list of characters i was like oh no like this is the catch like and i was thinking in my head i was like he already has a mind who he wants me to play i was like so i have to pick the right one and i was like so which one does he want me to play um but i just i i felt drawn to avery's character for some reason i felt like um personality wise we were a little like we were similar um so it would not take a lot of you know like emotional you know trying to come up with different personality like characteristic traits whatever um i don't know i was just drawn to that character and my mom like pushed me to take that leap of faith and uh yeah it turned out really yeah uh, i'm definitely glad you did because i honest to god don't know who would have been avery if it wasn't you i don't know there's, there's <laughs> no one that comes to mind like fully when i sent you those characters i was at the time i was like i was also like fuck who's gonna play avery yeah scouting <laughs> like, and then you came back and i was like oh boy <laughs> um and that was a time you know shit was so different a year ago oh my god yeah and i feel like we have been kind of on this roller coaster as like the high school class of 2019 we went from high school college and now we're in zoom university yeah and the past three years have been fucking everywhere oh yeah definitely like just i mean everyone's senior year is always crazy and then transitioning into college and then transitioning again into whatever the hell this is um <laughs> Yeah, I definitely feel like we've gone through hell and back in the past couple of years. Definitely. Um, oh, fuck, I skipped a, a question. Um, can you tell audiences a bit about yourself? Oh, okay. Um, okay, my name's Alyssa Heyer. Uh, I grew up and I guess now I'm currently living in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I in high school, I played soccer. And when I was a little kid, I've played soccer pretty much my whole life. Um, I didn't start theater until I was in middle school. And it was actually because my best friend forced me to audition with her. Um, so I'm really happy that she did. Um, I love cooking and baking. Um, 
when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a chef. So in seventh grade, that dream changed whenever my friend forced me to audition. Um, and yeah, now I'm majoring in theater with an emphasis at acting at USC and I'm minoring in comedy. Oh shit, you are? Yeah, I am. And it's actually a funny story about, well, not story, but it's funny because I feel like I have more power um, with my acting and drama scenes, but I want to be able to act in a wide variety of productions, whether it be, you know, drama, comedy, film, television, or film, yeah, film and television. Uh, so I decided to minor in comedy to strengthen um, my comedic uh, aspects because I feel like that was the weaker point of my acting. Okay. So you're just calling yourself just not funny? Is that it? I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, I feel like this is everyone. When, you tr when I would try to be funny, it just wasn't funny. Oh, I, um, I think that you know, in conversation, I, I think I'm more witty than funny. I think that would be the term that I would use for myself. Um, but I would, I would like to learn how to do the comedy a little bit better. <laughs> um, so what about acting really drew you to it? Hmm. I think the reactions that I would get from the audience was really like, that was just like a drug to me. Like I would start acting and I would get a laugh and I was like, oh, like I just made like 50 people laugh. I was like, what? Or, um, oh, I remember <laughs> my first play that I did, I was this horrible, horrible, like 10 year old girl. It was called Every Babysitter's Worst Nightmare or whatever. And I was the smallest nightmare of the three kids that this babysitter had to watch and I was talking about like mace and I don't know torturing this babysitter whatever in the ways that a 10 year old could think of torturing a babysitter and the audience kind of like gasped and they were like 10 year old saying that what and that was just a drug just feeding off of that um rea those reactions that the audience um would give it was just it was super fun. And I, and I also loved the community of the theater that we created. And even in middle school, it was just such a bonding experience, even over the couple months that we were working on the performance. So I really loved that familial aspect as well. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat where I fucking love seeing reactions, not even just from me acting, but just from shit I put out there. Yeah. Um, the most recent example I can think of is we had a screening for DKs like in July. Yeah. And the my scene where Bigby's talking about his dead family and everything. This is really emotionally charged. And then you see him have to kill a kid. And I was kind of sitting in the back and was watching it. You know, I've seen this fucking plenty of times. And just to have people turn around and look at me and they're, they're fucking so teary eyed. And just bawling okay. this is why i do it you know yeah and it's not even for just me my and my character i like getting that for everyone mm -hmm. and there was in high school i did a show and we had this vigilante character called the falcon knight and for like a year or so no one knew who it was <laughs> always had the mask on and everything and then for the after credit scene for one of our episodes, you revealed who it was, and the fucking the gym 
fucking lost it. Really? Oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, cool. And and so I I guess I don't write to um, shock or anything, you know. I kind of write my shit to like amaze and whatnot, and I make sure everything is earned. Um, and my best ideas come when I'm running, for whatever reason. That makes sense. Yeah. And I shit you not, two days ago I was running listening to like just some score from a movie because that's what really helped me think and i started thinking about a scene for the final season of hayden harvey Ooh, and literally i know if just thinking about it can make me stop in my tracks and kind of choke up it's going in oh yeah 100 percent I just stopped my run. I was like on mile like two or something. I was like, whoa, that's write that down. <laughs> You're like, let me get my phone out. No tap. <laughs> and it's and so yeah, when it it, it, it it can hit me like that, I know it's perfect. And there are going to be so many scenes like that in just the show, which I kind of want to talk about more now. Yeah. Um, so kind of, did you think you would get tied to? a three-season show your freshman year of college? No, I didn't. Um, I thought that I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think that I would get the opportunity to do any um, anything outside of SDA just because, I mean, you know, whenever you met me, like I'm very, very shy, um, <laughs> especially whenever I'm first meeting people. So it was really, really hard for me to um, go to these like SDA events, even into classes and just talk with people. Um, so I'm very, I, I was very shocked, but very like happily shocked that I was able to, you know, come on this journey so early in my college career. Cause um, I mean, something that you're always continuously reading with like these bigger actors is even if you're not working, you still need to be like creating your own art. And I was just super excited to be a part of the art that you were creating. So um, no, I didn't think so just um, out of the fact of the, or yeah, because of the fact that I'm just painfully shy and it's hard for me to, you know, introduce myself to other people, but I'm very happy that that is the way that it worked out. And what's, what does it feel like to get tied to a three season show? Like, um, do you see, and a possibility and fatigue later down the line or in what like fatigue later down oh, the line fatigue? um fatigue with like the show or the character or whatever both with me <laughs> i don't i don't think so <laughs> um I, I no i don't think so at all i think that it's an opportunity for me to grow closer to not only Avery but to everyone else in the cast and um with you I mean you're also in the cast but like as a director and writer as well um I'm actually really excited and I and I know it's terrible that we have to push um Hayden Harvey back into 2024 you know after we all have graduated but um I I think that what possibly possibly but with the way things are looking yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but being optimistic hopefully it won't go that long but 
Uh, I think that if it does, that'll be a good thing to keep us together even after we graduate college. And I think, I don't know, like, I feel like that's just one of the most important aspects of uh, not only college, but like life is just um, keeping close with the people that you work on projects with, that you become friends with. I feel like we already have created kind of like a family within the Hayden Harvey cast, but I feel like that's just going to grow stronger and stronger as the years go on. So the the project I was referring to earlier in filming and everything was the Huntress spinoff because we actually started filming that early. Mm-hmm. And literally within a day of filming, that cast grew so fucking close to one another. Like it was kind of absurd, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, wow, we're all tight now. This is insane. I we're and um Nathan Moon, he was he's in that spinoff and mm-hmm. He was talking about how he's so excited to start working on like the actual show because he just can't imagine how it's going to be then. Yeah. And I don't know, it's going to be very interesting. I am very excited to work with you all for the next three years. It is going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, I, this isn't because I guess you should know, me, but know this about me by now, but I really like to plan ahead. Yeah, definitely. I'm very happy that you like to plan ahead. (laughs) I am also a planner. (laughs) And so obviously we're doing three seasons for sure. Yeah. And so so I call her like the little devil, like my sister, she kind of dropped the thought in my head. She's like, what if you guys did more? Like, don't fucking say that. But um, You're going to get my wheels turning. I know. I know. That's what happened. I was like, what if we did do more? And as of right now, no. You know, we're just doing the three. Yeah. But I, I definitely think there is a lot of stories that can still be told with these characters, the ones who survive. <laughs> and um, I think if there is enough demand for it and if like we all want to do it and everything, I honest to God think we can just keep going, you know? Yeah. Obviously, and- if it's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like, cool, we just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think something you were talking about with Thomas in the last podcast was like how you didn't understand, you know, actors getting tired of shows because that's just, and I think it's also like, I, I agree with you, like it's like you create such a family over time and the drive to create just gets more and more until eventually like the story will come to a close. But yeah, I agree. I think that with the way that this show is set up, like you could do so much with it. Um, and you are. Uh, I came to the first meeting and I saw like all of the different like spinoffs and all of, like everything just after Hayden Harvey and in between Hayden Harvey and before Hayden Harvey. And it was it's I mean, there's so much you can do with the world that you set the characters in. Just all this unannounced shit. There is a lot coming. Um, <laughs> and this universe kind of it kind of it started with my first show. Mm-hmm. And then that itself got quite a few spinoffs and everything. And I got a question um, a couple of weeks ago. And it was like, are, like, are these two kind of sides of the universe ever going to converge? And I was like, that'd be fucking sick, but I don't know. You know, <laughs> but like, there is definitely a lot of possibility in this universe, a lot of different ways we can go um what i guess for because i i know what's going to happen in all three seasons 
and the way we wrap up season three it's definitely like okay that's that's the story you know it's not like if we don't do another one everyone's like what the fuck you know yeah like it doesn't end on a cliffhanger yeah (laughs) it's definitely its own thing but there's like room to grow from it and everything and i do have some ideas what we could possibly do i'd be down (laughs) but again if 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 there's demand for it fuck yeah we'll keep going but we'll see if everyone's like man this show sucks i doubt that (laughs) i think it'll do great that's another thing thomas and i were talking about and i guess i asked you the same question what are your expectations for this show in terms of just like public perception and filming and all that shit um i personally um like what i hope for or just like what i think i guess both i don't know okay um i think what i hope for the most out of this is just i mean yeah i would love for it to you know be seen by millions of people just because it's something that like you're passionate about that i'm passionate about that like our whole cast is just i think that you picked people that are very passionate about theater and about art and creating um and i hope for everyone that that takes off and as many people see it as possible um for me i personally just hope that we'll just continue creating and i think that's the best thing about this is that we're just creating art and even now in this time of zoom i mean with the the zoom trailer that just came out like we're still able to do that and able to communicate and create throughout this horrible awful pandemic um so yeah i I definitely hope that it takes off and is seen by a bunch of people and yeah but i feel i feel like we created something and um that's the most important part and that's awesome I feel like it definitely has the potential to take off. Oh, right. Yeah. And I definitely think like even with like the anticipation and the extended anticipation um, of Hayden Harvey, because it was supposed to come out pretty recently or like October 9th would have been the first episode. Yeah, October 9th. So that extended anticipation, I think, will, yeah, is just building up more and more, you know. When is it gonna start? <laughs> we would have fully been filming right now. Oh yeah, we would have been. I mean, we would have been at it from like August when we mm. first got back to to USC. Yeah. Sucks, because um, and I guess I can talk about this. There, with the COVID and everything, there was one project that is now fully canceled, and that was Hayden Harvey season zero. Yeah. where we were going to go back to Hayden's freshman year because the show picks up and they're all sophomores and go back to his freshman year, kind of see how he started and everything, but we can't do that now with everything else. Um, and I'm almost, almost kind of glad because now with that being kind of our kind of canceled, there is a the possibility of a new project coming up that kind of fills that gap which isn't necessarily centered around Hayden, but other characters who I think should have some more spotlight and everything. Yeah, definitely. I, I love that about the show too, that like 
every character is so in depth that you could literally just make a spinoff about that character and it can just have so many different like storylines and all that yeah definitely and I feel like early on it and I I sent this to Thomas but the earliest um I've been working on the show for a while and the earliest design for the logo is from April 2019 wow and so at that point I think it was going to be just mostly centered on Hayden. Mm -mm. And then as it kind of started developing and everything, I was like, no, these characters, I can do other shit, you know? It's not just this guy. It's all these other characters I have to play with. And so now it feels, it feels almost not wrong, but it feels weird to call it Hayden Harvey. Mm. When, I mean, obviously he is, he is the main character, but you have all so many others in the show where it's like, I don't know. It's pretty stacked. And like we were talking about earlier, our cast is fucking insane. I love everyone in our cast. I feel like we're, yeah, we all just vibe so well together. <laughs> it, uh, I'm so excited. Um, Jonathan as Royce, we talked about this with, with Thomas. He Perfect. is fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> and, oh, I have a casting story about that character I could talk about with him next week. Mm. Oh, he's next week. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then in December, I wanted to bring all three of you on for mm. like a Hayden Harvey special. Because, man, I have some juicy questions for that one. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I didn't want to drop any of them on just one of you guys. Oh, Kinda, thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at them right now. It's like, <laughs> like, I send, I'm curious. <laughs> I send, send these to them early so they can prepare an answer or nah, nah. <laughs> we'll we'll handle it some way <laughs> yeah we'll be fine um and so kind of going back to Avery how would you best describe her like as a character I think that the word that I would use to describe her is loyal. She cares about her friends more than anything. And she can, you know, be a little sarcastic, a little witty, a little, you know, especially with Zach's character, you know, standoffish. Like she doesn't care about him when in reality, I mean, she cares about everyone that she's close with, especially Hayden. She thinks of Hayden not as her best friend, but as her brother, like that, that's her family. Um, And even with like Royce, she doesn't know him very well, but I think it's clear, like she she takes him into the group. And I don't want to say she's the mom of the group um, because she definitely can be a little, I don't want to say childish, but you know, she's, (laughs) she she, she acts like a college student, you know. She has her moments. She Uh, has her moments, yes. (laughs) Who would be the mom of the group, do you think? I feel and obviously we can't audiences can't be like yeah I agree because they don't know but like for us um I feel like it's almost Robin I think I was gonna say that it would most likely be Robin because like I even go to like people just go to Robin for help and like advice about things um and then Clark avoids there because he's a stand-up guy yeah yeah definitely I think yeah I agree with you I think Robin would most likely be the mom of their entire crew um but I think that Avery has her moments you know where she's you see like her vulnerability and her like 
worry about the characters in certain scenes and in certain parts of the show. And you've read seasons one and two, right? You're the person I sent season two. I'm not. I believe so. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I remember. I remember us talking about it at lunch, and then you sent it to me shortly after, and I was so excited to read it just because of what you had told me. Yeah. And I think talking about Avery's vulnerable side, there is one point where her and Clark have a pretty deep conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's because I don't think everyone's so close with everyone in this show, you know? Yeah. And there's like so much trust and everything and that some at one point there's the lack of trust, which ooh, drama. But um I don't it's it's so fucking wholesome, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think that like I yeah, like you said, like every character weaves with everyone and there's always like a special connection with each character. I think my favorite interactions to write were Hayden and Avery, just because they have that brother sister vibe to them and everything, and they like, they bust each other's balls and they're they're best friends, and it's just so funny. Yeah, and I definitely think like they hold each other accountable. Like they they treat each other like brother and sister in the sense that they combat. They they definitely have their you know witty arguments, but when they both need each other, like they're there which I think is great. Definitely. And I get, hmm, these questions, they were going through these questions like crazy. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I think, damn, am I going to say a thing? Um, <laughs> just to God, I think because, I think the reason I was so, I guess I'd say picky with Avery's casting is because probably because she was one of my favorite characters in the show, just all around and my favorite characters to write and everything. I feel like there are a lot of secrets and conspiracies going on the show. And she is one of the few who's not fully involved. Yeah. It's, so interesting just to see that perspective and to kind of see her kind of almost picking up on the clues and everything where and like she's she's witty she's fucking sarcastic and all this shit and it's just fun to write and i kind of i don't know i was like damn avery pretty dope you know i'd hang out oh <laughs> yeah I, yeah she's a she's a good person tommy actually i lied tommy was the most fun to write oh my oh. god yeah, I can't even imagine. Like, I, I would just be, like, cackling whenever I would read, like, Tommy just say some, like, random-ass shit. Like, it would just be completely out of the blue, but it would also fit for some reason. Yeah. He's- I had to go into such a weird headspace to write for Tommy. Oh, I can imagine. I can't. <laughs> what would Tommy say in this situation? You know? And uh, I, Grant is going to kill it as Tommy. He already has. He's... And perfect for Tommy like that that role and him were like meant to be together <laughs> definitely um so I guess shifting gears now you were also in a little scene in DK's I was yes that was very fun <laughs> Zelia Orion um that was definitely so, a shift of characters <laughs> absolutely um and so how would you describe from what you know about her how, what would, how would you describe her character 
I think um, the tie that I would create between the two of them is they're both very loyal. Um, the difference being Azalea is loyal to her brothers and her, you know, kind of tribe, crew, whatever you would call that group of people um, that Bigby clashes so much with. Um, I think that she is extremely determined and she feels like she has to step up after both of her brothers um, are dead and she feels like she has to become the leader and she's going to do anything that she can to keep her people safe. And if that means uh, going against other people and putting their lives at risk, like she's going to do it because she cares most about her people and her family in that sense. For sure. And so I kind of, I touched on this a bit with Thomas, but filming that scene was very interesting. Yes, it was. It was a lot of back and forth. <laughs> we, we shot our end in like this big ass garage. Yeah. And it was very like open space and everything. And we had this table set up in the middle with like a, that lantern and everything. Mm -hmm. And then I remember when you sent me the first batch of your footage, I was like, fuck oh no yeah that first batch was not good it, it was also it was like a mix of like what was it you filmed it with like your front facing camera or some shit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, and it was like i i um i dropped my phone in the toilet whenever like second or second semester before we came back home and so i had like an iphone like six or seven or something yeah, and with the front-facing camera, like, the quality was not good. <laughs> I, remember I saw the footage, like, did, 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 did she shoot this with a front-facing camera? <laughs> so yeah. that, and then you, and then there's nothing wrong about this, like, literally, but, like, you filmed it in your bedroom. So I was like, this is not my bedroom. This is not, not my bedroom. <laughs> well, fuck, I don't know. I don't know your fucking house. That's Wherever true. the fuck That's you true. shot it, it, it wasn't a garage. Yeah. <laughs> and my so I was like, yeah. <laughs> is this gonna fit and then um uh, what what was the problem with the second batch of footage you sent over I don't remember oh oh I think um well I don't know if this I think there was more than one problem um but I think that the camera angles were supposed to be not straight on but kind of to the side and I was also supposed to like look a little bit farther to the like away from the camera um yeah I think that was the main problem okay I think I'm wrong but yeah I don't remember but and then whenever you sent like the good batch like fuck yeah here we go but yes. I was still worried <laughs> I was still worried about the settings not matching up yeah and even up to finishing the edit I was still like fuck I don't know but yeah. I had so many people like from around here being like, yo, who the fuck was that? Like, when was she here filming? And I was like, oh, you know, the other week, you know, we shot that. <laughs> no one knew you guys were in two separate rooms. Really? That's amazing. Honestly, I'm shocked, but that's amazing. I mean, like the editing was really good and like the dark, like you could tell like the lighting was very similar in both. But wow, I mean, that's that's amazing that you were able to edit it that way. And like yeah. the, the scenes together and make it all like people were fully like shocked that they, they weren't in the same room and everything that's awesome i'm so glad that that worked <laughs> no it's, it's fucking it's sick and but that was you know that that's i guess that's the world we live in now in terms of filming and everything 
Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely um, difficult to act in this time. <laughs> what was it like filming on your end? Um. Well, <laughs> how I would fi- it was it was. I don't know. It was definitely scary because I'm scared of the dark. And I was always filming at like one o'clock in the morning after I finished all of my homework. Um, I remember I would like be texting you them at like one or one thirty in the morning. Um, but I remember like being nervous and every time I would finish a shot, I would run and like turn on the lights really quick and like then check the footage and be like, okay, this is good. Or like, shit, I need to do this again. Um, and then I would turn the lights back on and like do it again. Um, but I do remember like the slow progression of especially the last shot, you know, when I stand up and I turn around and I say that line, I can't even tell, I know I sent you like seven, like things of me saying that, but I, I swear to God, there were like four times more of those set. There was like 28 videos of me saying it and just me getting so frustrated. Cause I was like, no, like Azalea wouldn't say it like that. So I think that was my hardest jump because I knew that like that was going to be the moment whenever people like saw Azalea's face for the first time. And so I wanted it to be, you know, on point. Um, But it was really fun. It was, like I said, acting over Zoom is definitely really difficult, especially in a class setting. So for me to be able to work on something professional and work on something that like you wrote and like we're collaborating on and like it's getting produced and like people are seeing it like that was something that kept definitely like kept me going like at the end of the day I was very excited I was like trying to finish my homework quicker so I could go you know put on my costume put on my jeans at one o'clock in the morning and go film it was it definitely picked up my spirits about the fact that we had to be at home and doing this over zoom so yeah it was great definitely and I think you sent over one clip where it was you saying the line when you stand up and everything, but you um you did it four times in the same clip. You'd reset and everything, and I remembered each time I'd be like, like I saw it the first time, I was like, oh shit, that was pretty good, and then you reset. I was like, oh shit, she's going again, and then yeah. the like, second time I was like, okay, that was better, and the third time you did it, and I was like, okay, that one was pretty sick. I think that's <laughs> it, and I actually started cutting it and getting it ready for the shot and like in the yeah. edit, and I went oh fuck there's another one I, I played it and then that was it I was like all right that's it never mind get the fuck out of here other three this this <laughs> oh my god I'm so glad I thought you were gonna bring up the one where I was like I don't know what I said I was like talking to my dog or something I thought that's what you were gonna oh, say yeah I was also gonna bring that up when like your phone fell or some shit oh my phone fell yeah well I'm glad I'm glad yeah because I remember it just took me out of character to you know have to go but to the phone and like reset it and like turn on the lights because you know fear of the dark and um re-get into the mindset of azalea like each time and it just felt so disruptive so i felt like whenever i was you know already in the dark already in that mindset like it was just easier for me to just take like four takes in one go <laughs> but i'm glad it worked out <laughs> this is dope um and I fully know, and I'm going to apologize in advance for this. Oh, no. Obviously, your name is Alyssa. Yes. You are playing Avery in Hayden Harvey, and you're playing Azalea in, or you played Azalea in DKs. Yes. It's like a triple A name thing. Um, and I know 
at some point I'm gonna call you the wrong name. No, it's okay. You're good. I, I, I fully accept that that will happen. You're totally fine. Make on to like, all right, Avery. Fuck. Or like in class. Oh my gosh, that'll be so funny. I mean, Avery, Alyssa. Fuck. That would be so funny if, like, in one class period, you call me all three names, and the professor just looks over, like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like. And that was something I noticed after the Azalea talks, and we kind of got you in that role. I was like, fuck, she's all characters start with a fucking oh my god. <laughs> the same thing with Ryan, who's playing Zach, because Ryan and Zach are so fucking similar. They are I'm very like, similar. Caught myself calling him like Zach and shit. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <God."> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, like, directors do that. I mean, even in like our classes, the directors will be like, oh, like. Lucy and then they're like my name's Hannah and then he's like yeah yeah but your character's name is Lucy and they'll just so yeah I think you're chilling (laughs) and I guess what because I I think I talked to you about the Azalea part kind of early on and what were your thoughts on that specifically I was so excited. I this is my like secret dream to play an antagonist. And I mean like you know me in person. Like it's hard, I'm sure, to imagine me playing someone like I don't know, like like Azalea, you know what I mean? Um just cuz I feel like I'm very shy and not very confrontational, but my secret desire is all like has always been to play like an antagonist, someone deep rooted and like having a lot of layers and like there's a reason why they're this way and you've got to like uncover that throughout the you know storyline I just think that antagonists have so many layers and the longer you play them the more you see them come out and that's just so interesting to me because you see villains that have these backstories and it just makes you understand the way that they are and it makes you empathize with them so the prospect of an antagonist um, really, really excited me. <laughs> That's awesome. Because I think you and um, Sebastian, who was in our scene study, you guys did a scene and you like played the character who was like completely not you. And, I, and that's kind of, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't the moment where I was like, she's Azalea because DK's wasn't even in development at that point. But I was like, damn, Alyssa <laughs> could pull some shit off. <laughs> Thank and you. So when I was like, like who the fuck could play azalea and i was like Alyssa killed it in that one scene i bet she would fucking go oh. ham in this oh thank you yeah, yeah, that, that was a crazy scene to play that was that that character was crazy <laughs> oh yeah and hopefully because we we never got to finish those scenes oh my god and it was so good when we worked on it with stevie like we just completely like fleshed out everything that was like not working I was we were so ready Sebastian and I were like talking all the way back to Parkside about how excited we were to perform this scene and then it just never happened Stevie Johnson our scene study professor a fucking legend let me tell you so good so good and he he has a name cameo in DK's actually Oh, he does? Oh, wait. I think it's in part five when Norman and like searches the basement of that house and there's like a movie poster in the background. If you look, you can see Stevie's name on it. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and look at that. I didn't know that. And then our own classmate, Cameron Morris, is also on that poster. 
Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I love Cam. <laughs> Cam. I know we talked about it last week with Thomas too. But that yeah. that dude is a fucking legend. Yeah. One of the first people I really met at USC actually. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking he was fucking crazy because it was in the summertime orientation, like early July, and this dude was just chilling with a big ass leather jacket. Oh, I could not. I could not do that. Props to him for being able to pull that off in summer weather. But yeah, there's just so much rock in his veins, you know. Yeah, gotta gotta live that vibe twenty four seven, hot or cold. <laughs> yeah, I love that man. Um, so kind of bringing Avery and Azalea together, what would you say is the biggest difference between them, but also not the most obvious difference? <laughs> Hmm. Ooh, you're hitting me with the hard ones now. Um, let's see. I think the way that they deal with trauma is probably the biggest difference that I could see. For example, with Avery, she disappears whenever she has to deal with trauma. She does not want to, I mean, whenever she does eventually deal with trauma in Hayden Harvey, she tries to escape the situation. She tries to escape the person that involves the trauma. And she doesn't want to deal with the situation head on, at least for a while, until she can take her own personal time to, you know, deal with it, eventually forgive the person, whatever. And I think Azalea, um, she's the exact op- opposite in the sense that she wants to take matters into her own hands. She thinks, okay, like, I'm going to have to deal with this myself. Um, and I mean, a very obvious, um, (laughs) difference between the two of them is obviously Azalea takes a more violent approach. I think that we can, we can see the foreshadowing of in the ending of Decay's. Definitely. Yeah. And I guess as of right now, there's nothing confirmed as in a DK sequel, but hopefully one day we could do, we could have Azalea and Bigby going head on. That would be amazing. That would be a showdown. That would be great. Because <laughs> I, the way I wrote DK is I not I didn't necessarily write it to make Big V the good guy. Mm-hmm. I just kind of made him the guy you follow. You know. Yeah, I definitely you you can definitely see like the the push and pull of good and evil within him. It's like he straight up shoots a chick in the face. She needs a Caesar. <laughs> um. In the big part seven, when Steven gets his head caved in, straight up shanks a kid to death. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, but it's also what kind of warrant, not 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 warranted, but like you get it, you know? This yeah. dude's going through some shit. You understand why he is that way, especially whenever you see like the backstory of the trauma that he's gone through. Let me tell you, filming that was fucking awful. Oh. I can't even imagine that would be painful just to like that's painful for me to think about like and having to act that out oof because I had to get get in such a dark headspace yeah and um having everything there um the person who played my kid he was like in makeup for a while and he literally shaved his head for the part that's commitment to go whoever the actor was (laughs) And he shaved his head, and then he still had, like, little, like, pricks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then they went over and did, like, a razor shave over his head, so his head was smooth. Ooh. And then he had, like, a tan line from where his hair was, so his head was just white. 
And so my sister had to go in with makeup and kind of even out his head and everything. Oh, my God. But he was kind of sitting there in makeup for a while. Yeah. And I was kind of just in the back room listening to some music, just getting in the zone. And fuck, that was a scene. And I, yeah. uh, when we shot his, mo- we shot his monologue when he talks about it a couple of weeks before, because obviously I had to cut my hair and everything. Mm-hmm. And doing that monologue, it didn't fully hit me there. I actually managed to get myself to cry, but it yeah. came out of the, it came out of the eye that was covered with a bandage. Oh <laughs> <was> damn. Like, <laughs> And so I was like, damn, this shit's going to be pretty intense when we actually when we film this later. And fun fact, we almost didn't do the flashbacks. They weren't in the original script. What? Well, I'm glad you added them in. That was a really, like, that scene hit me. I was like, oh, ouch. Because <laughs> it was just going to be him talking about it. Mm, I think, yeah, I, I definitely like how you put in, like, the visual representation of his flashback. That was good. And I think I wrote it like that because I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> I was like, understandable, I mean. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, just, you're going to do it. I was like, okay. And then I wrote it and it was terrible. And there was actually going to, we were actually going to shoot a bit more flashbacks. Like we were going to, going to show that family's progression up into their death. Mm. Like we were going to show them on what I'm calling outbreak day when everything first started. Yeah. And then kind of see what they do to prep and everything. And in that, in the very first flashback you see, you see Big V's in the mirror and he's kind of, and you can't see them, even though they were on me, there were like bruises and shit all over him. You know, it's supposed to be like, he just got back from a supply run, he got the shit kicked out of him and whatnot. We were going to film all that. Mm-hmm. But then I felt as if it took away from the reveal that, you know, this, this guy had a family. And if showing the, by showing the flashbacks early on, you would know like, okay, they fucking die. You know, and it's kind of best left in like a mystery. It's like, why? What's up with this guy? What's his story? Yeah, you want to know more. <laughs> and so maybe we'll do those flashbacks one day. I don't know if we do a two. Yeah. Um, who knows? Do I want to do a two? Because one was pretty stressful. Fuck. I say yes, go for it. But that's my opinion. <laughs> you have all this blood left over. Oh my god! Yeah, the I was watching it and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's a lot blood. <laughs> yeah, it was good. The scene when Bigby's getting the shit kicked out of him by Richard was awful to film because I was. It was just so dusty in that garage where we were filming, mm-hmm. and there, the opening shot is Bigby getting dragged off, kind mm-hmm. of put in place, and. After I called, I called cut mid cough because all that dust was. I was breathing it in. I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh. And but it it worked. And this this wasn't intentional, even though it fucking looks sick. We were also dusty during the Richard fight scene. Every punch, dust is flying off. Oh, okay. Oh, the breathing that in though. Oh. And. I remember for me, part seven was so fucking haunting and I was legitimately worried to release it. I was like, is this too much? Because this is fucking crazy with Steven getting his head caved in and all that fucking awfulness. And then just Bigby getting beat 
and having that blood spray out of his mouth and everything and then he loses his eye I oh my god that was the most difficult part for me to watch was the eye part I was so in the zone I didn't even realize how I had like screamed in pain until I was editing and it was just this gross just gurgling and just sounded awful I was like oh my god I did that (laughs) yes but it was so realistic too like that just made it more like hard to watch but like you have to keep watching yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah that was definitely if you look on like the playlist of like the episodes that is the only one with red text Mm. because i feel like that that's one that deserved it just because of how it's also also the only one that opens with viewer discretion is advised oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah that one was a was a gory one (laughs) i think that was the last thing we filmed in the like the apocalypse days i believe Mm. yeah because i think we kind of worked backwards towards the end we filmed part part eight was two separate filming days and the first day was like with all those all the dks and everything and norman's last stand and all that shit and bigby's monologue and then the second day was the scenes with richard as a dk and that fight scene and then the day after that not the day after that but the next filming day was the garage scene yeah and so that was the last thing we filmed before i cut my hair and went on to film the flashbacks and man i was so fucking excited to be done with that hair because i think right now i haven't gotten a haircut since but i got it cut like right after and then i was like man fuck that that was awful because i didn't allow myself to gel it or anything oh i so see I was, like, I was like big people don't have any gel you know so let it go all free yeah I fucking hated it i understand hair getting in your face is like the worst annoyance ever because you're just like there were, there were so many takes where like Oh, I think it was when Norman, he's like taking his last time. He says like, shout out to Bigby one last time. And he turns around. We had to take that so many times because his hair kept getting in my face. Oh, Run around, there'd be hair in my face. Like, Fuck. <laughs> oh, again. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, because we even filmed the final iPad shot before that. Mm. Which that I... I think I kind of fucked myself up because I have this weird thing now where if I really need to focus on something, I have to close the eye that was covered for filming. Oh, I see. Because I had that, all that shit on for like three days, four days, something like that. Yeah. Like the bandage, then the eye patch. And so like, First of all, my depth perception was so off during those filming days. I like reach, I like reach for the tripod and miss. Fuck. <laughs> and so that was that was interesting, and and so no, the reason we're not doing DKs too is because if we do, I have to wear the eye patch the entire time. So that's why. Yeah. No. Just that was too difficult. We're gonna cop out like Marvel did and just give Thor his eye back. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, weird, weird side tangent, but that annoyed me. Like, yeah. Thor Ragnarok, Thor loses his eyes, the big monumental moment. Like, wow, Thor looks like a fucking pirate now. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Next fucking movie, he gets it back. Yeah. Like, what was the fucking point? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's just um, a break. It, it was weird to see, like, that ending and then that comeback. Yeah. Um, and it felt so 
unearned. It was just the rocket was like, hey, got you an eye. And put it in. My God. Yeah. That was it. I was like, fucking. I think you had like a, a weird, like, um, butthole joke in there. So I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it's been a while since I've seen it. He said something along the lines of, ooh, I would have washed that before. The only I was able to smuggle that out of whatever was shoving up my, and then he got cut off. Oh, I see. Okay. I yeah. Like, I think I remember that. <laughs> like, wow. That was, that's a scene you did, Marvel. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> you went there. <laughs> um, I don't know. D- DK's was fun. It was a fucking project that was so everywhere, you know? Oh, yeah. And, I definitely did leave it open for a sequel. I mean, obviously, that's why Azalea's in it. Is if we do do a sequel, you will be a character in it. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure out details later. If there's again, if there's demand. Um, but I, I am definitely open to doing a second one. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Kind of see where these characters have gone since we last saw them. Oh, same. I would love to rehash azalea's character see where she goes from the three or four minutes that we see her in the last like post credits part this isn't a question i have written down but i guess we can kind of answer this together how do you think big and azalea would slash will interact Mm. i think that they have similar personality types that they would just they're they're doing what it takes to survive um, the only difference is that like Big V would have been um fighting for the two, but like they died. Um, and I think Azalea has like her people to think of as well. But I think they're just both impulsive, if that makes sense. Like they're both very impulsive. And I think that would definitely clash between the two of them because their first instinct would be just to kill each other, I think. Um yeah. Yeah, I think I think they would def- it would definitely be violent if if they interacted at least for the first time after she uh, she sees him. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I don't think she knows what he looks like. She knows his name. And, yeah. But um and I think as soon as Bigby hears that Azalea's last name is Orion, yeah. It's on, you know. It's on. Yep. <laughs> like, he's not even going to hesitate because <laughs> the the orion crew took out the only two people he cared about after he lost his family yeah and i guess what do you think is more dangerous a man with nothing left to lose or a man with everything to lose Hmm. this is a question i've debated for a long time that's a hard one because those are both dangerous um i think that a man with everything left to lose is more dangerous because I think that a man with nothing left to lose um, is more likely to just give up because they have nothing left to lose and they they're done fighting because they just don't have anyone to fight for anymore and they're too tired to fight for themselves. Um, but I think someone who has like someone they love or so, like a place that they're that is important to them, like if they have something to lose they're going to give every inch of themselves to fight for it and ensure like it's safety or if it's like a place like their territory over it or whatever. So I think everything left to lose would be a little bit more. So are you saying Azalea would win in a fight? 
Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> Maybe that's why. I mean, I didn't know that's where the question was going, but I guess yeah, for sure. <laughs> Zelia still has like her crew and everything, and Big we just kind of out there, you know. Yeah. His backpack and his his revolver, just kind of hanging out, you know. Yeah. On his way to Cali. Um, <laughs> he's gonna go chill on the beach. His retirement. Yeah. Um, no, I've decays was a project i i originally wrote in the seventh grade oh wow yeah and it was definitely not the same <laughs> you know <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take my seventh grade writing and went yep let's just throw that on screen <laughs> <laughs> um, so i wrote that for a while and it was this long ass series mm-hmm. so um and then i re rebooted it in high school and rewrote it and everything made it you know not middle school standards oh yes yes <laughs> and so and i think this is a bit of a fun fun a little fun fact but when i was writing it i was I always had the idea of adapting it in some form like mm-hmm. prepared and i was like if this ever became a movie i wouldn't want to play bigby Pah. i would want to play sean because i really liked villains at that point mm-hmm. because sean was like the main antagonist of the first dk's yeah and then he at the end he dies and bigby yeah. goes on surviving or whatever and then i did the sequel and then i was still in that mindset i wanted to play sean i was like how can i show up in the sequel and so that's why he has a twin brother mm-hmm. so like okay. i could have played both sean and richard but then obviously he can only have so many brothers and everything and yeah at the point where he wasn't showing up you know <laughs> That is hell. And it got to the point where I was writing for so long. I was like, man, I really fucking like Bigby. This is like my guy, you know? Yeah. So then it switched to me wanting to play Bigby. And so in, I want to say March, whenever I was fully losing my shit over Zoom University, I was like, I need to work on something. This is awful. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, let's do DKs. And I was like, who's playing Bigby? You already know. God damn it. And so I'm definitely, I would definitely be open to playing him again. I think he's a really interesting character. There's a lot of different ways that we could take him. And I'm kind of interested to see and with perspectives and whatnot, if people realize like fully like, man, this guy's kind of a fucking asshole. <laughs> because again, he was never written to be like a saint or anything. Yeah, he's definitely like, he blurs the line between protagonist and antagonist, like good and evil. Um, yeah, I agree that he definitely sits in the middle there. And we didn't shoot this because I didn't, because I think what we did and said worked more. But in the script, the only reason he intervened when Norman and Stephen were getting mugged by Sean is because he saw Stephen and that he saw that there was a kid there. Mm. that's the only reason he got involved if it was fully just norman and sean he would have kept walking that makes sense and so i think you really start to see like more of his descent yeah whenever steven dies oh 100 percent. once steven like it gets dark after that happens like you just see the mental deterioration of both norman and bigby after steven dies and there's two shots in particular where it's the one where after Norman makes his last sacrifice that ever, Bigby's kind of standing back and looking at him. 
and then there's the final shot with the eye patch and everything and if you kind of just put those side by side it looks like a completely different character Mm -hmm. just his face and everything it's like this like something fucking happened between this one and this one yeah and who knows man that might be something we explore you know how do you get that eye patch (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah no um but yeah i think big being azalea that'll be an interesting dynamic yeah hopefully (laughs) yeah we'll we'll see that would be Uh, fun and I think it'd be even more fun because it's like you and I, we have pretty different heights, right? We do. I, I am I wouldn't say significantly shorter than you, but I'm definitely shorter than you. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. She just takes out his knees with a hammer. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Bring out the fake blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's gonna be so much fake blood if we do a sequel. Oh yeah. Stepping up the game. <laughs> He's gonna douse you with like two gallons. Just like pour it over my head, just yep. carry style, you know. I was literally about to say carry. Yep. <laughs> Are you excited to finally start filming Hayden Harvey at some point, and or if we do it, DK's too? Yes, I'm. I'm extremely excited. I feel like the anticipation that I've built up with Avery, and also, I mean, filming the Zoom uh, teaser trailer and Elijah, that like got me really really excited about you know exploring her character more just because I'll be with her for you know three years um I really really hope that we can be on campus next semester I don't even care if we're doing online but I just want to be like in LA or on campus or something um so we can start filming again even if they do like that weird plan they had or initially had for this one or it's like one person dorms or whatever yeah but it's literally as long as everyone's on campus yeah we can shoot we would obviously have to have precautions and everything but we can do it we're gonna be fucking cramming but we can do it (laughs) exactly like I just I really hope that we're gonna have that opportunity to go back partially because I'm going a little bit stir crazy in my house but (laughs) I also would love 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 to continue filming and I think Thomas and you were talking about this in the last podcast but just how hard it is to just connect and continue to like have that push and uh, passion for this and like creating art which I think you're doing like a great job of I think you're the one person that I've seen that just continues to create throughout this pandemic but it is hard to keep that drive and passion um (laughs) um throughout so I really hope that we can be back on campus and as for hopefully a like a second decays or if we do that that would be like I said before a really really cool opportunity to delve more into the layers of Azalea because I'm sure there's a lot more to discover with her character I'm interested to see like the contrast between you filming as Avery and you filming as Azalea me too I think there will be like black and white complete opposite contrast because I feel Clark and Bigby are similar in the sense where it's like they're both kind of mysterious they don't like talking about their past mm-hmm. but you know Clark Clark he'll have some fun you know he yeah. like messages with the team and Bigby's just like this and he's real fucking stern and <laughs> yeah and also that voice I had to do for that all that shoot man that was tiring I 
can imagine like you would have had to like drink tea every night or something just to, like calm your your throat after doing the deep yeah but like and I worked on his voice for a while actually like kind of as soon as I knew we were gonna do it I was like okay how's this dude gonna sound I'm not yeah. doing my voice you know <laughs> so I, I played around with a lot of shit at one point I was just doing Batman I was like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> And so it, exercises to get yeah. deeper. <laughs> and I can only imagine what like my family thought, like just walking past my room and hearing me and you're just saying a bunch of fucking lines in like different tones of voice. That's funny. Just like testing out which one sounds like Big B. Because I'm sure you had like a sound in your head. You just had to like get your voice to do it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's a lot of a lot to that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I could tell you this. If we do do a DKs too, it's going to be so fucking tiring. Like, my first day as Big B, I had gotten sunburnt. My legs were sore. Because the first thing we shot was that big zombie chase. Oh, yeah. That was a long, like, running scene with everyone just, like, sprinting. Oh, I can imagine. That was a workout. <laughs> ate shit jumping over that tree. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Another funny story. That was our third take of that, right? Yeah. And- I get a lot of shit for that scene. Like, man, we fucking ate it. It's like, no, first two takes, I cleared that shit. (laughs) But then it just didn't feel right, you know? So I was like, I I don't like it. Let's try it one more time. Then I ate shit. (laughs) And then the audio in that clip is not the native audio because as soon as I ate it, everyone went, oh, shit. (laughs) But I just kept going and I was like, that was it. That was it. that was the take yeah and like i'm pretty sure i bruised like my ribs doing that too because like laying in bed i was like oh fuck and i fully had to go and film all like the forest scenes that next day and so i put on so much aloe to get the sunburn out of my face for the next and that was something um i guess do you have any questions for me because i know thomas he hit me with a deep ass question last time and i was very much oh my god oh i didn't see like the last five minutes which which question did he hit you with he asked me like what some juicy gossip you could tell about the show oh no i did see that question okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that i was fully like oh shit Uh, (laughs) what can i say Mm, i'm trying to think we okay we're not sure if we're doing a decays two but we are sure about doing like hayden harvey one two and three so i guess what about each um and obviously we're talking about decays is like if we thinking in the sense that like we are doing another one so what are you most excited to see like possibility wise out of the both of those whether it be like for your own character that you're portraying or like just as a whole all right, we're going to wrap up, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, shit. I had, to, I had to come up with a question. I couldn't just couldn't just leave leave the, the conversation without yeah. asking a deep question. Okay. Yeah, I had to follow Thomas. <laughs> definitely asked the question. You upped him pretty well. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I guess with Hayden Harvey, the most exciting thing I think I can't wait for with that is the family element of it because i think that's one of its strongest elements is how close everyone is together and then it's just going to be so fucking cool to see that evolve over three seasons and just see 
like hey damn do they hate each other now what's going on and see all the ups and downs of that friend group and the losses that friend group will face and everything and i think it's gonna be so cool to see those characters just all together finally and because i think we got a taste of it in the in the zoom teaser and that was so fucking i don't know i I like the zoom teaser a lot it's just so cool and and i can't remember if i talked with thomas about this but it was going to be like three minutes long yeah you did say that and then it ended up being like 15 or 14 minutes yeah we fully went for 16 minutes yeah and we were improvising that was so scary oh my goodness but it was so much fun and it just like worked (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so then I, I, i i turned the fat nine minutes because there's like I didn't know where, like, there's so much good shit. Like, everything Grant did was hilarious. Oh, yeah. The the helmet, the hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, but, yeah. So, that's, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, you answered the one for Hayden Harvey, but just what are you most excited about? Um, consider, like, we're not for sure doing a Decays 2, but, like, if we were for sure doing a Decays 2, like, what would you be most excited about, either with Big B or in general? So, I think what I would be most excited about in a DK's 2 is actually the relationship between Big B and Azalea, because at their core, they are very similar characters. Okay. They're both driven by loss, and they're both very impulsive, and they'll do whatever it takes, and all this shit. And now they've kind of been pitted at each other almost unknowingly. Like Azalea's brothers killed his friends and then he killed her brothers. Yeah. And so they're at, at odds right now. And I also, I think, as you said, and how Bigby walks the line between protagonistic and antagonistic, I think Azalea walks that same line. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be so interesting to see who audiences relate with more, you know? Yeah, like, that would be super interesting. We're going to have a Team Edward, Team Jacob type of shit. So are you- <laughs> who are they rooting for? <laughs> yeah, because I think if we were to do it, I wouldn't paint Azalea as like, yep, she's a villain. You're going to follow your guy Bigby. I think it'd be more like up in the air. And I want to, I think it'd be, it's exciting to see that and to possibly leave audiences conflicted and like who they want to fucking root for mm-hmm. if we were to do something like that. Yeah, that would be super cool. That would be like a new element of a uh, television you don't see very often. And I think I'm I'm excited to see like how the world changes because mm-hmm. when DK's takes place, it's about six months into the DK apocalypse. Yeah, and I think early on, not too much will be too different. You know, obviously everything's fucked. You know. Yeah. Okay. Right now. I think it'd be interesting to see how they evolve the DK's because. I can I can I say this? I, I guess I can. Whatever. The decays, some of them aren't technically dead. Yeah. Um, some of them are alive, and then obviously, as organisms and everything, they can change and evolve over time. And I'd be excited to see where they go and see if they become more dangerous mm-hmm. with time and just. Um, and again, I'm, I'm spitballing because I don't know what the fuck we would do if we did a sequel. I think it'd be it'd be interesting to learn more about where where and how this started. We kind of touched on it a bit in like part four, and they all kind of went, "Yeah, no one knows what's going on." 
yeah. I don't know if Bigby would be the one to figure out why this shit started, you know? Yeah. It'd be interesting to kind of learn more about that, you know? Yeah, definitely. Introduce some conspiracies. Yeah. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> you want to hear something always stupid? <laughs> what? You want to hear something stupid? Yes, always. Well, I was a huge fan of The Walking Dead, both the book and the show. Mm-hmm. And the show's ending with season 11, I believe. I haven't kept up. I don't know. I gave up after like season 8. And the comic ended a while ago, like a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And then during like a Q&A after the comic ended, someone asked him, like, how did the zombies, the zombies start? And he just went, aliens. He went what? That was it. It was aliens. Oh, aliens? Just that, the flat That, was, that was it. That's crazy. I mean, that's kind of like a boss ass answer, though. You just like aliens, mic drop, exit, like done. But it also feels like such a cop out, you know? I get that. Yeah. I mean, I guess like I would hope that eventually, like, it would come out as to why he mm-hmm. said aliens, like what the storyline is with that. But like, like, I don't know. So, I guess I'll say this: the decays weren't created by aliens. Nice. <laughs> We've ruled out one. <laughs> yep. That's one. One conspiracy's gone. Um, man-made, natural, who knows? No, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> I am all out of questions. Do you have anything left for me? I think I, I think I ran you through the mud with the, with oh, the, yeah. <laughs> I got you good. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, I think that's it. Thank you for coming on, Alyssa. I almost called you Azalea. Fuck, it's starting. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you guys for listening. Um, See you next week.